Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike, welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Friday, March 11th. I'm Jordy from Barstool. With me, as always, we've got Brother Dukes on the mic. Uh, Dukes, how are you feeling today? I know it's, uh, know it's a pretty busy week for you right now with, with college basketball going on, but uh, you know, h- how are you feeling as far as lax goes? feel so much better about lax than basketball basketball stresses me out now lacrosse is like my escape you said do you want to do the pod this week i was like i need the pod to save my life lacrosse podcast saves my life um got to be away from college basketball i'm getting swamped right now but love chopping it up for an hour or so whatever we do but yeah wild weekend notre dame's back let's talk some lax yeah, uh, just real quick for for everyone out there, Dukes does a ton of work with uh, you know with with the uh, live stream feeds for college basketball, also with Stool Bench Mob. So if you're not listening to Stool Bench Mob, uh, go go ahead, subscribe, download, rate them five stars. Oh, there uh, we go. There yeah, we go. Quick, quick, quick little plug for the boys. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I gotta be. I'm not a college basketball guy until the tournament actually gets going. Is is Villanova going to win it all this year? That's really the only time I care. Why not this year? Why can't right. Philly do it again? It's, it's Nova's year. Uh, you heard it from Dukes first. But, yeah, pretty uh, pretty hectic weekend in college across. We saw uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of scores that maybe just, uh, you know, make, make you kind of tilt your head and, and maybe stroke your chin and, and give a nice little hmm. Uh, so, you know, first and foremost – the one thing that there are no questions about, there's no doubt about this whatsoever. Uh, Virginia, just absolute shit kickers, shit kickers United. Uh, if, if you've got Virginia coming up on your schedule anytime soon, God bless you because it looks like they're out for blood on their way to a three peak this year. Yeah. I, I know we were talking about this with Drake on the pod and he, he said, watch out for the Hopkins, the Hopkins uh, upset. You know, Virginia might take them not serious. They put on a fucking shit-pumping showcase, and they showed you that they will beat you at all facets of the game. Goaltending, face-offs, midfield attack defense. They are legit. I mean, Schellenberger would have eight points. I mean, he gets it done, whatever. He passes, scores. I mean, they're, they're a monster. They're a scary team. Dare, dare I say, dare I say, maybe the scariest team that we've seen possibly in the last decade well, then you have to start asking yourselves, like, who wins 2022 Virginia or 2021 Virginia? Yeah, and, you know, Dan, like, I mean, it's got to be this year, right? Like, right? I don't think it's it would, even close. It would have to be. I, I, feel like, I feel like if you had, like, prime docs helping out, it, it gives you a little. But I don't know. Like, you, you just watch that game on, on Saturday. And, like, I just feel like. Like Peyton Cormier is one of those guys mm-hmm. where I feel like when he's when he's getting really involved and he's putting it back in the I, I don't know Peyton I've never really heard much about Peyton Cormier like as far as like how he is as a kid but I can just tell from his like overall demeanor that he's definitely such an absolute prick to deal with on the field especially when he's getting himself going like that feels like a guy who if he's scoring he's letting you know about it um, he's just like. He just like looks like one of those guys who you you just you grow to hate over the first fifteen minutes of a game, and then when you still have to deal with him for another forty five, like it makes you want to blow your brains out, especially when he's putting up six on you on the day. So you know what? Um, he compares me to the guy. He's he was definitely in third grade. You know, fat chunky little kid that was just crease cranking, and you're the goalie. Like fuck this piece of shit. 
And then all of a sudden he's starting on varsity as a sophomore. You're like, how this happened? And you're just yeah. like, oh, he's dirty. He just scores goals and like, he just, like, just gets it done. Like crease cranking with like a yeah. When you're younger, like, you use like, like the crease cranker like, getting the like, goals. Like bright, bright neon pink, like six diamond mesh, <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. the most like ridiculous stick. Argyle. Yeah, it's like, and in third grade he's put up seven goals, and you're still telling your friends like he's not that good. And then in like tenth yeah. grade you're like oh, he's kind of fucking dicing me up. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> making he just me look fills, like a yeah. fills the stat sheet. Um, but yeah, I mean like Virginia, it just it the the past couple games with them. Um, I know it's early, but it just looks like one of those teams. It, it's got to be hard to stay hungry after you win back-to-back championships and, like, you know that everyone's coming for you. And mm-hmm. um, But, like, I don't know. It, it almost looks like they're now just – they're, like – they're. I, I don't really know how to explain, like, how, how difficult it is to, like, still have that drive to want to beat the balls off of everybody after already winning back-to-back. Um, and – I don't know. It just seems like they've got, they've got no mercy in that regard. Um, so you know what? I, it's, it's a testament to the good coaching too. Just having your boys wired for year three, knowing that the target's on your back, knowing that the expectation is championship or bust and to come out of the gates like this, being fired up like this week after week. It's, it's, it's impressive. I think it's a very big testament to Lars Tiffany. Yeah. And at the very least, just recruiting because he, has, <laughs> he you know, what helps getting the number one recruit every year, every year, every year. <laughs> <laughs> must must be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think that there's uh, any doubt that we're going to be seeing Virginia again in the final four. Uh, tell you what, we're, we're going to, I have a feeling that we'll probably end up seeing one of the nerds in the final four uh, this, this, this year. It was a big time weekend for the Ivies. Uh, pretty sure that they all ended up with, let, let, let's go through Cornell had the win over Ohio state. Uh, Yale survived a, a quick little upset alert from UMass, beat them in overtime. Uh, Penn with a nail biter come down to the wire, one goal win over Penn State. Uh, Princeton, nice surprising yep. win for for the Tigers over Georgetown, dude. And and to win with only putting up ten goals in in this economy, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> un, unbelievable. Like you you scored ten goals in a game. I, if I look, you put up a 10 spot, I'm like, that's an automatic L you've, you've got the shot clock. Uh, you've got the fast restarts. You've got guys who can shoot the ball a million miles an hour, left hand and right hand. This, the stick technology is unbelievable. You score 10 goals and you come out with a win. That's, that's huge for them. Um, Let's see, Dart, Dartmouth got a win over Siena. Don't really know much about Dartmouth. Uh, oh, and then shout out to Larkin Kemp and the uh, and Bruno with a with a big time dub over Providence. Although, don't 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 be full. Pro- Dukes is Providence back? Providence is back. Did you see the Sacred Heart victory? <laughs> Sacred Heart four and zero over. Shout out Drake. But yeah, I got a big I told you so text from Larkin today. He was like, "Yeah, I told you the Ivy's Dartmouth's back. Dartmouth's scrappy." I was like, "We we might have to bring him back on to talk talk some like to re to re." Uh, evaluate the ivy situation down the road because he, he was pretty nails about it i'll give it to him but let's want to talk about princeton first because i think that's the first game that jumps off the page they're not like i think i think that that's that's the biggest one for sure although yeah. uh, cornell over ohio state also also a great one but i i think that the princeton win definitely was the most uh impressive i'd say look i had a buddy from high school J- shout out jamie atkinson midfielder at princeton right now and i was telling him man like that sucks about your the 2019 year that really felt like your year with sours and everything you guys were really clicking he was like yeah do that like it sucks and he's telling me this over like christmas break and he goes i swear to god we are going to be so fucking good this year and he told me and i was like just scraped it away i was like oh yeah yeah like this is just another like 
egomaniac. Same, same thing yeah. like the like the Holy Cross kids at the bar. Yeah, exactly. I was like an egomaniac from Garden City. Like, but then I was like, holy shit, Jamie. Like, I'm watching this game and I'm like, Jamie was right. And like, just shout out Jamie. He told me that they were going to be a team to watch out for, and I think they proved it this week against Georgetown, who we've talked highly about the entire season. I think they're they're very good. I don't think this is a knock on Georgetown. I think this is more of a testament to how good the Ivies and Princeton is. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and what's crazy too is like usually with a game, a lot of these games, like tight ones, it probably usually is going to come down to like you know who's who's winning the faceoffs, right? Like who's getting those yeah. extra possessions and and who's able to capitalize on that. Not really the case with this one. I mean, James mm-hmm. Riley went over seventy percent uh, at the faceoff X, and you know, so it it just unreal defense from Princeton to be able to, to hold Georgetown to single digits. Um, you know, and then also, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really like this Penn team probably just being a Philly guy. Like I, I want to see Penn yeah. do well. Um, but that's, I like seeing you know, Penn do well, but, but, but that's a couple real good, uh, you know, close wins for Penn. I, I think that that's a team that's, uh, you know, with their, their past two, yeah. So one goal win over Duke, uh, one goal win against Penn State. So winning that that gritty way, um, you know, and then Sam Hanley just being an absolute mutant of a human being um, definitely helps as well. So uh, I, I like Penn. Um, trying to think, I, I didn't honestly get a chance to watch much of Cornell, Ohio State. Um, for some reason, I just – I can't really watch Ohio State games until we get deeper into the season. It's something about, like, the color of their uniforms mixed with, like, how pale everyone in Ohio is going to be. So, like, mm-hmm. like the gray and white uniforms, everyone's just got, like, but like just super white shins out there on the field. It, it just doesn't look good to my eyes, so I need to wait until a little bit later in the season before I really start to watch Ohio State lacrosse. I have to find this tweet, though. You know, we could just talk about the storyline of the game. Steven Brooks, what do you know what his Twitter handle is? I want to pull up his tweet. I, I don't. Uh, it's going to kill me, but he was basically talking praise. He's praising Cornell's defender. I forget who it is, maybe an LSM, who just had a fantastic game. I'm doing no justice without saying his name. I can't get it right now. But uh, he, G- Gavin Adler. Yes, 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 yes. And Steven Brooks was like, yeah, like this goes to show, like don't under-recruit, like just because you're like an under-recruited guy, like – it doesn't mean anything to, about you. And he's like at Ty Zanders and Ty Zanders is like, dude, I, I put him as a four-star recruit. What do you mean? He's undervalued. I've said nothing but good things about him. Like what's this fucking thing where everyone wants to be like undervalued, underappreciated. It's like, when was a four-star recruit ever bad? Ever bad. This is like Bryce Young being like uh, that Heisman ceremony being like, no one, like everyone always doubted me. It's like, no, you weren't dude. You were the number two quarterback <laughs> in the country. You're at Alabama. Nobody was fucking doubting you. There, there is a uh, youths these days, Dukes. I, I think, I think that's you growing up a little bit and and looking looking at the youths of today from the outside and being like these goddamn kids. Yeah, these I've been there for kids. I've been there for a few years, and that right there might have been the start of your of your journey over into the dark side. Um, but yeah, so big, big, big time weekend for the nerds. Um, trying to, uh, well, Notre Dame, this is, this is some very, yes. uh, yes. this, this is a nice 
trajectory that they're this is nice improvement um, that they were only able to lose to Maryland by just two goals this time around. So, um, you know, how, how do you feel moving forward for your Notre Dame Irish uh, the next time that they'll have to face uh, Maryland probably in the tournament at some time? So they've gone from losing by five to now just by two. Uh, do, do you like this trajectory that they're on? Dude, their offense is good. Like, just straight up, their offense is good. They don't get nearly as enough possessions. I don't, still don't think that Enzman is playing his best ball. I also think the defense will get better throughout the year. That, that's a fact. That They had a solid-ass defense last year with veteran guys coming from different schools like Kyle Thornton. You still had Arden Cohen. Um, but, yeah, I think that the face-off X is still, still going to be a little bit of a problem throughout the year. So, I don't really know how good – yeah. We'll see That's how they one can of those develop ones where you look at a close game, you see who's getting the faceoffs, who's getting those extra possessions. Big time game out of Luke Weirman. He was, I think he was over seventy percent. He was probably right around oh, that number. Oh, dude. Um, Notre Dame so. didn't have a fucking prayer at the faceoff X. Let's just call a spade a spade. If they can't develop at the faceoff X, they will not be a championship weekend. Do the Cavanaugh's deserve to be a championship weekend? Yes. Does Wheaton Jackaboys deserve to be at championship weekend? Yes. But Notre Dame as a whole is not playing like they should be at championship weekend, and they don't look like it right now. Real quick, just uh, just because you said it, like if they can't figure it out at the face-off X, um, we don't have to talk about Lehigh versus Navy in depth, but I do, speaking about figuring it out at the face-off X, do have to give a quick shout-out to friend of the program, recurring guest of the show, uh, Mike Sisselberger. He had that goal against Navy. Uh, pretty sure it was the Navy game, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, unless it was a midweek game that I'm, that I'm misremembering. But either way uh, – Wins it forward, takes it down, throws it in the back of the net, celebrates for about, you know, a second and a half, then sprints like an absolute maniac right back to the face-off X. Uh, kid's a mutant, so shout-out to the Missile Burger. Um, yeah, Patriot League play got, got going. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. N- nothing really there that, that – ex- really North Carolina makes- over Denver. I mean, I don't yeah. really think it's expected they- maybe closer than I thought. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is a point where Denver, I, I think they're they're 500 right now, so like they need to like keep some of these games a little bit more respectable before they start to to lose a little bit of hope for their season. Um, you know, granted, they're going to be in there at the end. Well, I, I guess Providence could definitely be in there for the for the Big East Championship along with with Georgetown. But you have to imagine that Denver will be there in the end. But but like you need to keep these ones tight because it uh it's it's gonna. Stay a pretty pretty tough schedule for Denver moving forward. So I think they have Yale coming up this weekend. Uh, Michigan but another the test. Michigan passed the, the test. I uh, would like to. It seems like Drake is a coward for not showing up here for uh, for for this episode today because yeah. What, I, what the fuck, Drake? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I said I I sniffed this one out from miles away that Michigan would have to bury Delaware for stealing their helmet decals. Drake said that there there was nothing to it. Lo and behold. Jordy was right. Um, can, we, yeah. can, we, can we stay on Drake really quick? Go ahead. Can we stay on Drake and let's just, let's just transfer this conversation over to the Syracuse Hobart game where he said that they were going to put on a shit pumping against Hobart? 18-16. I mean, that was a good – that might have been the game of the weekend in my opinion. Yeah, the, the, the one highlight that really got me going was that, uh, that real gritty battle for the loose ball right at the midfield line. Uh, so I mean, ground balls get you paid. Ground balls get you laid. I just I, I could hear the upstate dads just getting fucking jacked up over that play. Just absolutely yeah. getting wild up. Have a couple natty lights. We know what do they have in the cooler? A couple Bud Lights, Bud Lattes. Feeling good, yelling at the refs, yelling at Hobart. Oh, that might even be that might even be Labatt territory at some point. Oh, uh, 
Oh. Uh, yeah, Gate, Gary Gate. Yeah. Uh, and and he gets to keep the suit. Yeah, uh, for now. I heard he, uh, did he, get, he got rid of the tie? Drop, drop the tie so he's a little bit more biz cash, a little mm-hmm. B cash action from, from Gary. Um, so it, it's only a matter of time before he starts to just trickle away a little bit. I, I think I saw someone in our Twitter mentions about uh, they, they tagged a company that I think that they make um, like athleisure suits. Uh, yeah. So, so I, th- I think we could start to get the wheels in motion for that um, real quick. Just didn't want to pass up on uh, talking about North Carolina, Denver and not mention Chris Gray being a maniac that he is six goals to, to assist uh, just coming off of his seven goal and two performance against Hopkins. So Chris Gray is heating up. Uh, unfortunately, we are recording this episode right now. It's so it's Wednesday night. So we're recording this a little bit. Well, not earlier. We, Wednesday nights are typically our recording nights. We might have to switch things up as the ACC schedule gets going because of those Thursday night games, mm-hmm. but we are going to miss out uh, on this North Carolina, Virginia game. So, I mean, we, we've been, Let's just real quick get, give a. How do you think this one's gonna go? Little little choose your own adventure. I think that I think that Virginia they've been coming out hot lately, coming out of the gates firing on all cylinders. I think that this is a game where they're gonna think back, they're gonna watch the tape on what happened with Colin Krieg last year. I think he had like twenty plus saves in that game when, when they played against each other last year. So I think that this is one of those ones where they're gonna start start to aim their shots just a little – going to get a little too cute with their shots, right? They're, they're going to go for some corners, going to go for, you know, right under the crossbar. Maybe shooting's not going to go so well. And right now, Chris Gray, uh, he's, he's not only heating up, but the man is fully engulfed in flames right now. So let's, let's see. Let's, let's see how good I am at math. Seven goals to assist, six goals to assist. That means 17 points in his last two games. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. That was, yeah. <laughs> that, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> yep. Boom. Uh, so Chris Gray, he, I think that he gets it, gets it going a little bit. I like this game close. Really. And then I like Virginia to drop the hammer in like the last few minutes of the yeah, fourth quarter. I, I like. There's no. There's no fuck. Like this is. This is me looking straight into the camera, straight into my microphone. Virginia is going to shit pump UNC. Like shit pump UNC. Give me, I'm give saying, me a close, give me a close first half. That's I'm, I'm gonna say fine, a close fine, first half fine. where people are like, okay, fine. I don't even think that Chris Gray, like Chris, like this is gonna like people listening at home. You can just listen, all right. When I said that Chris get Gray might get slowed down, if he has five points, that's slowing Chris Gray down at this point. There's he, the guy that you can't really stop him. You wish to tame can't him. Stop but, him. You want to contain him. Yeah, but he, he puts up ridiculous numbers every game now. Um. I do think really highly of Virginia. Think highly of the defense, the goaltending, everything about Virginia. So yeah, I, I'm, I haven't been particularly impressed with North Carolina. I, I'm impressed with how they compete. I'm impressed with the D middies, but I, I think that there's just too much power on this team. I, I'm going to say Virginia by five. But it's it, it's spring break, basketball season. They're on Virginia on the road to UNC. 
Okay, yeah. This actually this actually plays into me, Jordy. This plays into me because Virginia's not making the ACC tournament. Virginia's not gonna make the tournament for college basketball. They don't give a fuck about their basketball team right now. They don't want to like. They're not missing any day drinks, no drinking. They have no distractions. UNC, UNC's the top twenty-five team in the country right now in basketball. All those kids want to do. They want to. They want to keep celebrating how they beat Coach K and all this bullshit. I'm saying Virginia by ten now. Boom! <laughs> and make sure you guys subscribe to Stool Bench Bob. <laughs> uh yeah any anything else from this past week uh oh jacksonville lost so they are who, yeah, who i thought they were um go on that rant let me, let me hear that rant a little bit you you deserve to go for a lap i still think utah is good but you deserve a lap i i still i and i still think that jacksonville is good too i think that this is just one of those ones where like jacksonville got so hot so quick that they were they were the bell of the ball and now all of a sudden like they went from this team who's going in and you know pulling off these surprise upsets well, now everybody else is like, well, fuck you, Jacksonville. Like, we're going to go into your house and, and we're going to curb stomp you a little bit. Um, so, like, this is like the first time that Jacksonville is now playing games where teams are going to them wanting to give them, like, their best game. So, like, now mm-hmm. they have to handle Utah coming out and giving them their best game. Um, when, when the hunter becomes the hunted, it's a tough adjustment to make. Jacksonville found that out the hard way. And like, you could tell how much it meant to, to Utah to win that game. Like, dude, maybe not the greatest look ever. Um, I'm, I'm never going to shit on the boys for, for buzzing, but like the Utah goalie after that win, like hit the eject button on the gloves. He like launched his stick, like 20 yards down the field in celebration. Um, not, not like the greatest look ever for like a March 6th, March 5th win. Um, but you know, the boys, the boys are buzzing though. You're you're in Florida. I guess you can have fun, but like it looked like they won their Super Bowl by beating Jacksonville. Eh. But that's I'll what Jacksonville's it. gonna know. It's yeah. pathetic. It's pathetic. Let's call it for what it is. It's pathetic. You beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville, when they beat Duke, if you beat Duke, you can launch your gloves up in the air because it's February. That is your fucking Super Bowl. And I get that for a small program like you are, you're on the rise. You celebrate victories like that when you're on the rise. Utah, get a fucking grip. I didn't see the ejection of the gloves, but oh my god, am uh, yeah, I fucking was, heated yeah, right game, now? Game over, especially yeah, because they they scored a couple goals late, um, just to really pad that lead. And then yeah, at the end, gloves came off. Goalie was like yelling down the field. It, it was it was like one of those scenes where it was like, all right, like this would be pretty sweet in May, but it's like it's it's still like forty degrees in the northeast right now. Like calm down a little bit. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, I, I wasn't a big fan, but it is, it's going to be a, an adjustment period now for Jacksonville. Cause again, like sure. the, now, now they're going to have to deal with teams really wanting to knock them down. Uh, and, and when you're just playing in games like that, like it just, there were some moments where you could tell that some guys were doing just a little bit too much with the ball, maybe holding on to the ball for a little too long, running into to pressure. So it'll take them a while to figure that one out. So I just want to say, that Jacksonville is exactly who I thought they were. Uh, and I, I don't fully – actually, yeah, I fully rescind the apology that I gave them in last week's episode. <laughs> Probably just going to keep going back and forth on Jacksonville all week. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to keep this episode a little bit, a little bit quicker today, uh, this week. Again, just busy week for Dukes with college basketball. Uh, also, my, my season for coaching high school lacks also just started this week. So busy week all around. Don't have a ton of time. Uh, but before we, we close out, I've, we're going to give a couple locks at the end, but just have to give a few quick shout outs. So first and foremost, first, whoa, 
talk much. First and foremost, big time shout out to Barstool CEO, Erica Nardini, as she joins the PLL Board of Directors. Uh, she's been on board as, a, as an advisor to the Board of Directors ever since the PLL first started, but now she's uh, officially on that board. Uh, very few people, I think, care about the, the growth of pro lacrosse as much as Erica, uh, wanting to really make it into a, a solid entertainment uh, you know, business and, and experience for fans and, uh, you know, what she's been able to do for Barstool and, and taking Barstool to the moon. I'd imagine that it's only going to be the exact same with the PLL. So, uh, you know, Dukes, you, you work in the office and, and you get a little bit more uh, up, up close contact with Erica. So how do you feel about Erica joining the board? I, I couldn't be more happy. Um, you know, Erica's one of those CEOs that genuinely asks you, she'll stop you in the hallway and be like, how are you? How's things going? And I actually had the privilege to go to one PLL weekend where she happened to go with. And she was like, Dukes, what are you doing here? And ever since then, every single week, I'll see her. Hi, Erica. How's it going? She asked us, how's, it, how's lacrosse going? How's the crease dive going? She genuinely cares about the growth of the sport. She genuinely cares about the PLL. Um, so I guess that we're just going to be a pro PLL place now because I support my CEO. I support her company. Um, I, I'm just thrilled for her. And I think the PLL got a great, great woman to represent them. And I think that the, the PLL is going to skyrocket because of this move. Skyrocket. She's taking Barstool to the moon. She'll take the PLL to the moon. Big time agree on that one. So uh, shout out to Erica and shout out to the PLL for being smart enough to, to give her that position. A uh, couple departures from the NLL. We're, we don't really talk about the NLL that much on this podcast. More of, uh, I, I don't know, we just... We just don't really talk about the NLL a ton on this podcast, but uh, NLL commissioner Nick Sakevich and deputy commissioner Jessica Berman uh, both left, you know, Jessica left as we're recording this today on Wednesday. Um, pretty sure she left on Wednesday. It could have been Tuesday and, and Nick Sakevich left. I, th I think it was last week. Um, the NLL has always been really good to me. Uh, they, they've been really cool about a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, Nick, you know, ha having the headquarters here in Philly has been huge. And, you know, he was working with the Philadelphia union before. Um, so he, he's always been super supportive of everything that we do here. So uh, Nick will be heading off to doing, he's doing something with the Arizona coyotes. Uh, and then Jessica Berman, big time uh, job promotion for her. She ends up going to be the uh, commissioner of the NWSL. Uh, so, you know, two people who've done great work for the NLL, um, you know, especially with this ESPN plus deal, like I, I feel like I, I've, totally. I've, I've watched more NLL games in the past few months than I've watched probably in my life combined. Um, so that was, you know, two, two people who played a huge role in that. So, uh, wishing them the best moving forward. You know, I'm not the biggest NLL guy out there. I don't, I can't really talk about it from a tactical standpoint. I can only watch it from an entertainment standpoint. I hadn't watched probably I went to a couple of games when I was younger, like a New York Titans game, but what they've done with the ESPN plus deal, I think that every league professional league, PLL, everybody college across anybody should be thankful for what the NLL has done getting on ESPN plus because it just broadened the horizon for the sport. And it's, I don't think it's done anything but good for the game of lacrosse. Um, oh, dude, it, it's so not like I'll, I'll wake up, uh, you know, like, like the dog yes, will wake me, the, the yeah. dog will wake me up early on like a Saturday morning. It'll be like 7am and I'll be like, oh, like what's there to watch right now? I'm already up just 
scrolling through ESPN plus I'll have like, even if it's not a live game, if it's just a playback, like I'll throw mm-hmm. it on and, and just be able to watch, watch the league uh, way more now than ever. So uh, yeah, so best of luck to to Nick Sakevich with the with the Yotes and to Jessica Berman, gonna do great things with the NWSL. Uh, so to close off this week's episode, again, obviously we're gonna we're gonna miss out on that Virginia North Carolina game. So uh, I think we both gave Virginia as our picks on that one. But by mm-hmm. the time that you're listening to this, it's that game's gonna be over anyway. Uh, any other locks that you like on this weekend's slate of games? I do, I do, I do. First, I do like Notre Dame to get to get over the hump this week and get a big victory over Ohio State. I just think that this is kind of a must-win territory where they have to get a big one. Um, I always, I always love those football matches. Like that's a that's a football yeah, that's a football game. That's a that's football, a football game, game right that needs thing. to happen every year. Yeah, that that's a football game, and then just. I don't know. You, you watch it now, and then you, you get a little little nostalgic for the for the college football season. I, I always like I always like those matchups in lacrosse. Let's say fourteen to seven Notre Dame for a football score for the game. Fourteen seven sounds good. I'm I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> um, besides that, I do low key low key love Princeton over Rutgers. I think that Rutgers is frauds. I think that we're both on the same take. I again, I just don't really trust them. I think they're good. Are they top five good? I, I doubt it. That's that's just my opinion on things. I doubt it. I've said so it think- once. I've said it twice. I've said it like seven or eight times before. I'm never going to really give Rutgers the the credit that they think that they deserve until they prove me and do something in like a Big Ten tournament. Two more games I have. Two more games I have. This it. isn't a lock, but this is one. This is watch this game if you're a lacrosse fan. Michigan, Harvard. I think that is – Two programs that are on the rise. I think Jerry Byrne, you're going to see it. This is a game that he's going to want to get up for. I think it's the Ivies versus the Big Ten. This, that's a must-watch. I have no read on that game. Real quick, speaking of Michigan, shout out to to Josh Zawada. I, oh I my god! How, how, yeah, how, yeah. How, the fact that we went that far without talking about it—that was I had to I had to check it three times. It's like, is this made up? Uh, how did this happen? The, now the all-time leader in the most points. single season. In a, in a season. single season points and it it's the it's still we're, we're now in the second week of, of march but he broke the record in the first week of march 51 points on the year already uh granted the you know the the schedule for michigan has been rather dog shit to start the season but at the end of the day he's still putting up points and yeah uh, they, they all look the same on on the point a win's sheet. a win so, yeah win's a win uh joshua what a fucking crazy fucking crazy (laughs) that's like Uh, wild thompson numbers where he he'd do something you'd be like that's like what how do you do that uh Um, go ahead though i think you had one last one sunday last game sunday thank you i think you know what i'm gonna say this is a must 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 win for petro he faces his own team his old team johns hopkins syracuse hopkins at Homewood, um, I mean, he's got to be fired up for this one. And uh, that, you know, I that think was... that – I think that – are you going to say that too? I think that is – I'm going to put as my mortal lock. I would never bet against Q's. Never was, in a million years. So that, that was one of my locks, the Petro revenge game. It's got to uh, be. That, yeah. That, it's got to be. Yeah, that, that, that's a game I, – I think that that's a, that's a big, big statement win. Um, that's when you look at your defenders in the locker room 
and you you basically say you either clear that fucking crease and get a penalty or like they don't score. Like you you're saying like you better you're playing this game for your coach. Yeah, and I that, think every defender is going to know. Everyone's going to play with a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder. That's one of those ones where, like, in the NHL, um, you know, I, I don't know if this is uh, anything that carries over to any other leagues, but in the NHL, when you have big games like that, uh, the players will put a certain amount, uh, a monetary value up on, on the whiteboard before the game. And so, like, let's say, you know, so you, you'll put, like, $500 up on the yeah. board. They're, they're pro athletes, so they, they put more up there. But the, they put $500, they write $500 on the board. And if you win, that player then donates $500 to, like, the team, like, party fund. So oh, this like is that. so, and and it's it's like a bit. It's it's for big games. So like if a player is playing in like their five hundredth or a thousandth game, like they'll put up however much. Or if they're playing in their hometown, they'll put up some money. Or playing against their old team, they'll put up some money. So this is some. This is a game right here where if I'm Petro and I really want to make sure that I get out of Homewood with a big time win, I think I tell the boys like, listen, if if we get out of here with a win, and and you hold that offense to under ten goals. Like whatever you guys want to do on next Saturday night, like you have my credit card. This is what Petro's gonna. This is the deal that he's gonna make. Boys, we win this. We win this one at Homewood. I won't. I will look straight ahead on the bus the entire way home. I won't even turn around. (laughs) Booze, whatever you want. We're going to Seven Eleven. Just don't let me see anything. (laughs) I I I think you got to do that. But I do love uh, Cuse as a lock. Um, Also, just as a. As, as a Philly game, uh, and I, I've already talked them up a little bit so far, I do like Penn over Villanova. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a game that usually flip-flops like every other year. Uh, and Obviously, they didn't play last year, so I think Nova won the last matchup between those teams. Um, so I, I like Penn to come out on that one. Uh, hopefully, hopefully a little bit of a bigger win. I would like to see Penn get a more of a statement win rather than these tight ones. And then just uh, – I don't know, looking through the rest of the – nothing else really speaks to me. I will be very interested in that Denver-Yale game. Um, and it, it's great, great staggering of the schedule. So you get uh, Denver-Yale at one, and then that leads us right into Cuse Hopkins at four on Sunday. So a nice little mm-hmm. schedule for Sunday. Um, but it will be interesting. I, I, I haven't been, like, overly wowed by Yale. Um, and then also Denver, you know, they've – they they've lost uh agreed you know their their biggest matchups of the season so would be nice to see that that'll be one of those games that i think tells us a decent amount of for for both teams uh so one that i would stay away from as as far as the gambling aspect goes uh but definitely one to watch yeah there's no lines out right now so we couldn't give you the against the spread maybe i'll maybe i'll have a burner account or something that i'll put the picks out on so that my name's not tied to it or something something like that um, a, a a a burner account what number would that be for you oh <laughs> well but the cheapies i got all of them i got the pll burner the college across burner the college basketball one you just fucking name it i got a burner for it all right well make sure you guys are following all of dukes's burners and then make sure you are following the crease dive on twitter and instagram also we are now uploading all of these episodes over on youtube so if you're listening to this right now on spotify or apple uh go ahead over log on to youtube.com little little video website not sure if you guys have heard of it or not you can look up the crease dive on youtube subscribe to the channel 
we'll, we'll be uploading these uh, every episode up on, on the channel. And then also as the year goes on, we'll upload a few more, you know, different videos here and there. Uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get some Duke's goalie challenges along the way. Uh, so we'll have, we'll have some stuff going on with that. We'll have some giveaways going on with that. So head on over to the crease dive on YouTube, subscribe, and that'll go a long way for, for us uh, continuing to, to build the show. Uh, Dukes, yeah. and, and, and anything on the YouTube that, that I should know no, about? No, just please, please subscribe. You know, maybe eventually we'll, we'll do something. If we get to 500 subscribers in like a day, we'll, we'll do something wild. I don't know what that is. Maybe we'll let you guys choose it. If we get to a thousand, maybe we'll let you choose it again. You know, I'm down for anything. If it's, if it's a bike ride to Montauk, if it's a bike ride to Philly, you know, something crazy that sounds miserable for me to do. I'll do it for the subscribers. I'll do it for you, the fans. So please just subscribe, keep following us on socials and uh, the show's only going to get better. Once college basketball is over, fully on lacrosse and uh, it's going to be a good season. And we'll be keeping it low to high to the day we die. We out.